I left my wine over there. Can we go and get it? Oh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> thank you, Lisa. Oh, thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to, the, to Talking... Hello. No, what are we? Do you know what it's called? Oh, my God. How many more wines? Oh, no, dear. Hello, me. everyone. Welcome to Playing Devil's Avocado. Playing Devil's Avocado. My name's Claire. I'm Lisa. And this week... Episode four. Episode four. We're talking about, well, hangovers after 50. Yep. Are they as hellish as you think? Yes. yes. Um, we're talking about um, stiffness in your, in your body. Young man. <laughs> and we're talking about Tupperware. So really, we really have <laughs> covered all bases. <laughs> First of all... Yes. I want to talk to you about uh, surgery. So what kind of surgery? <laughs> I'm not suggesting you have any. Yeah. Um, plastic surgery or, oh. um, you know, some kind of cos- cosmetic work. Cosmeceutical. Is, is that a cosmeceutical or not? I don't know. Cosmeceuticals, things that you put on your face, they're not in your face. Oh, all right. right. Well, okay. jab, you know, bit Jazz. of Botox, bit of filler yeah. or whatever. So would you tell a friend if they'd had too much? No. You wouldn't tell them? No, it'd be so hurtful. Are you looking at me because... Oh, yeah, I'm actually, I was just looking at your forehead. <laughs> so, have you been wanting to tell me something? No, no, no. Actually, if you don't mind me saying, somebody the other day was saying what good work you do <laughs> and have done, and not in a charitable way. No, not at all. <laughs> but, oh. um, no, someone was saying that if they were to have it done, they would, you know like it to look like you great well yeah. i've only ever had botox so you know yeah. that's um the woman actually when i had my botox the last time the woman suggested i have my lips done oh don't please don't no, I don't, want no to do don't, that. don't do that but would you like i mean i have several friends i mean i mean everybody has it done in sydney yeah. we live in sydney yeah. and i don't know anyone who doesn't do work and it doesn't matter what age they are these days either it used to be like you did it as you got a bit older well, well, now all the all the sort of mid twenties are having it done, aren't they? They are, and also there comes a point where you can't tell how everyone looks about thirty five. Yes, like, it doesn't matter if they're sixty or yes. twenty five. Yes, there's this kind of middle ground that everyone yes. meets at where they've got thirty seven. <laughs> yes, I'm putting it at thirty seven. Thirty seven. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I know a lot of people who have it, and I kind of sometimes have you ever I said? think. I haven't, but I uh, I worked with someone once who had their lips done, and I. I just don't think they should have done it. No. I just don't think they should have. And I um, mean, now, you know, at least seven people you used to work with are going, oh, my God, is that me she's talking about? Can I just put that out there? any of you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just mean, like, you know, like, I think there's certain times when I can, like, when you get older, your lips disappear. Yes. Right? So I understand. And I've always had thin lips anyway. Ooh. You're going to have none. I know, I won't lips. have anything. <laughs> An opening where your teeth are. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but my and my top lip is disappearing. But um, and I, there is a part of me that would like it to sort of be a bit mm. fuller. But I just I don't like that the the the, tra- the thing that happens is that you go from having none to looking like you've been punched in the face. Yeah, it's a tricky. Not one. the people I know, obviously. No, <laughs> no. I mean, you want to make sure you do it well. Someone asked me the other day whether they should have Botox, and I was like, well, I don't think they should. I don't think they need it. Mm. I think they're probably a bit young. And um, I sort of suggested some other ways before going down that route. Mm. But it's very, you know... Sticky tape. (laughs) That's not what I said. I was sort of talking more about nutrition and... Um, bone, I don't bone broth. Not that bone broth. Not that I don't. I don't know if that makes any difference at all. I don't know what makes a difference. To be honest, um, 
I don't. So I have told people not to have work done, but mm. I've never told people to stop. To it. stop. I think that would be so hurtful, so personal. Um, I just don't think I would do that. No, and I always. I mean, I would never say to someone, "Oh, that looks terrible." Yeah. I just feel like sometimes people go a little bit over the top, yeah. and it's well, it's addictive, isn't it? It's a bit like tattoos, and you don't notice it because once you've got to a certain stage that's your yeah. new normal so you're building on your new normal and it's a bit weird yeah. um it's kind of scary i just feel like if everyone turns into this 37 year old yeah <laughs> then there's no like how how are you supposed to age after that like you can't yeah, it's a tricky always one. do that it is a tricky one i know somebody whose husband was vehemently anti-botox and she had botox done without telling him and then he found out and gosh he was so upset he was ever so upset. Yeah. So I don't know. I know a few people who've done it secretly. Yeah. My husband says I look like a Klingon when I come home from having Botox because in my forehead you get little lumps where they've done Gosh. the injections. Another thing that happens when you get older, I've found, mm. is your hangovers get to be terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Like, I even... Talk us through a, a, a day in the life of hungover Claire. <laughs> it's not pretty. No. I never used to be a vomiter, but oh. I have vomited in my in right. my 50s. And I haven't... I mean, I don't... I drink wine a lot, but I don't drink a lot of wine, right? That is a great... Hey. Hey. love that. Did you just hey. make that up? Yeah, I did. Okay. Um, we'll see if we can <laughs> flog that to a wine company. <laughs> so, I, you know, I'll drink a couple of glasses of wine most nights or, you know, three or four nights or whatever. But anyway, this not about me and my alcohol consumption. No. I said from the hangover part. For my 50th birthday, I had a big party. Yeah, it was great. very drunk. Um, and it probably took me two days to feel better, and that is not me. Normally, I used to yeah. bounce back. As you get older, it just gets worse and worse and worse. You... I'm at the point now where I actually don't get drunk very often because, because, of, the because of the hangovers. Yes. And also because... And my skin goes so dry. You just feel dreadful. And, I, and it, because it takes your whole day to recover, you've, you've written off a whole day. Yeah. And usually it's a weekend day and it's like, well, I, you and know... you have to. I mean, you know, I'm only going to sit around and watch TV anyway, but I'd rather do that without <laughs> feeling, feeling shit. And also I feel like I get this thing now, if I drink too much wine, where I have like terrible... Like guilt and um, de- not depression, but I can well, get it probably really, is a bit depression. Yeah, like I can get. Really I mean, it's a depressant. Sad. Alcohol is a yeah. depressant. Yeah, and I, I think that gets sad. worse the as you get wine older. Sads on yeah, the, on, after a big night on the wine, so I have to be really careful. So, but I notice that I feel I look terrible mm-hmm. as well. And you know, when you're dealing with being fifty as it is, don't need you know, that. You don't need the extra looking, no. the extra terrible addition to, of the saggy eye and the grey pallor and the sweats in the bus. And all do you have stuff. any um, fail safe? A hydrolite. Hydrolite. Hydrolite is amazing. in the morning or in the before you go to before bed. Before you go to bed. Yeah. And in the morning. Yeah. Two neurofen as soon as you yeah. wake up. Well, it used to be a bacon and egg sandwich, yeah. but I can't have bacon anymore. So. I mean, I don't drink juice now because obviously it's the devil's work, <laughs> as we all know, um, apparently. But I do find a big fresh orange juice hits oh, the spot for oh, a hangover. Oh. Mm. Um, what about your celery juice and bone broth? Well, I haven't tried that I yet. I bet your celery hang- juice does. Well, celery things. juice, I find, I mean, I haven't talked about the fad <laughs> I'm following that is the celery juice that much, but I find that celery juice perks me up anyway. Like, when I have that first that first glass of celery juice in the morning, I'm just like, <laughs> bing! It definitely does something to me. But I was round at a friend's house, and she's a, a wellness writer. Right. And I said, oh, I said, do you know much about this celery juice? And she said, yes, I've just written a big story about what nonsense it is. <laughs> 
And I was like, oh, mm. I'm getting through. I mean, I have... Have you heard that the price of celery has actually gone up? That's a true story. <laughs> it, because I think because of the weather, but also because so many people are doing yeah. celery juice. Yeah. So we're going through about three bunches a week at the moment of celery juice. Of celery? Of celery, sorry, yes. Gosh. Um, but I look, it's doing something for me, so I'm sticking in there. Ooh, I'm sticking in there! <laughs> <laughs> we have nothing you funny. All right, well, on to Culture Club. Culture Club! Culture Club. We need to work out what our thing's yeah. going to be. All right. Um, what's your Culture Club thing for this week, please? Well, I would like to talk about... It's a memoir again. I'm sorry, I'll do a novel another time. I haven't read many good novels lately. Let me know, anyone, if you have. Um, it's a memoir by an American woman called Tara Westover. And it's called Educated. Oh, I've read it. Have you read it? Mm. Oh, isn't it amazing? amazing. It's... Tell us all about it. Well, I'll tell you about it. Um, so she grew up with, in a Mormon family, um, I think in Utah, mm. somewhere like that, one of those states. And her family were survivalists and they lived on this mountain. And it's just the most extraordinary story, A, of how they lived and she sort of had all these brothers and sisters and, you know, terrible deprivation really they were homeschooled but barely and you know there's a lot of violence in the family and you know you sort of wonder how anyone can break out of that cycle but Tara I don't want to ruin it for people by saying what happens to her Mm. but she is intent on getting an education a proper education and she goes forth into the world and what she achieves is just absolutely extraordinary. It's amazing. And she um, faces a lot of incredible hardship along the way and awful things happen to her. Awful things happen to her. But also she has that... Um, she The problem is that she loves her family. Yeah. She really loves her family. But her family and her family's belief systems don't marry with what she wants to achieve and being part of the outside world. So it's that whole sort of dichotomy that she faces between loving her family and being a good, dutiful daughter and sister and then, you know, achieving what she wants to achieve. And you can you, you feel how torn she is reading this book. She writes brilliantly. Um, and it really gave me a new appreciation of people who pursue education as well. Yeah. Because I'm quite uneducated. Um, I read, you know... I. I started work at 18, so I didn't go to university and, I, you know, my education sort of really stopped there. I mean, I, you know, I've been to the University of Life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it did make give me... Yeah, it's true, it does. It gives you a sense of... Um, get, and because you really lift yourself up by your bootstraps yes. and go out into the world and... And it's... also what education offers. Yeah. Especially in America as well, Especially because in, in America, America yeah. you have to move away to college, it costs a lot of money and your yeah. family have to pay for it or you have to get a scholarship and that, yeah. a lot of people don't go because they can't afford it. There's all that sort of stuff. And there's a plane going oh, over. Oh, there's a plane. Um, but yeah, and, and she has the most... And her mum is a midwife. She's a midwife and a he, uh, naturopath. Yeah, um, in the most extraordinary circumstances. Yes. With like the most... And her father is... It basically thinks the world's about to end. And yes. It's, it's, yeah, it's an amazing But story. I really liked how she didn't paint them as monsters and that you actually grew to quite like them, mm. even though the so, decisions they made were awful yeah. and the way they treated her was appalling. Yeah. You still had some sympathy for them. And yeah, because they were doing what they thought was yeah. right at yeah. the end of the day. The brothers, not so much. No. I think that um, someone's bought the movie rights, and I can't remember, but it could be Nicole Kidman. 
It's usually her or <laughs> Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> it could be both of them. It could be know. both of them. It's one of them. Yeah. It's someone. It's someone okay. who bought the rights. Well, it would make an amazing movie. Oh. Very inspirational oh, movie. Amazing. Can I just say, just as a little sidebar there, mm-hmm. I love Reese Witherspoon. Do <laughs> you? I love it too. I yeah. just think she's everything a woman in her position should be you know that she's got her own production company which is run by an australian fyi mm. she's a ceo an australian i want to say girl but she's probably 30 is the ceo of reese's company in la and um you know i love her book club i love how she's making female centric stories yeah. bringing them to life yeah i love how she loves a drink she does love a drink. Um, Remember that great video where she couldn't, she couldn't pronounce Cara yeah. Delevingne's name? Um, that was great. And also when Cara she said... Delevingne. What about when she said, do you know who I am yeah. to the policeman? Oh, that was good too. Um, yeah, she's our, I think she's our kind of girl. She loves a drink. She loves her girlfriends. She loves, loves her girlfriends. nothing more than being with the girls. You excited about Big Little Lies too? I am, I am. Oh, it's so good, isn't it? And who's in it? The mum? Who plays the mum? Meryl, Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. Three oh. Oscar winners in one TV show. Don't get that on... Something what? else. Something you? else, yeah. <laughs> Don't get that on something else. Speaking of Copter Club, this has got nothing to do with Nicole Kidman. Go on. I saw this thing on Facebook, which I then clicked through, and it was from Viceland, which is, of course, something to do with SBS. Something, and, yeah. And it's like the young people's groovy groovy part. Mm. And they had this... <laughs> groovy! <laughs> it's very trendy. Um, they had this amazing thing about this Japanese hip-hop tribe. Now, I love hip-hop music, so I was already interested in that. Okay. Then I realised they were all old. So the youngest person in the troupe is 61. Right. And they go around and um, enter competitions and do all this stuff in Tokyo. Are they rapping or are they dancing? No, they're dancing. Oh, okay. And it's amazing. Like, they don't, it's not like they're all spinning on their heads. They're doing the, but they're doing amazing right. dance moves and it keeps them young, it keeps them fit. How do they do that? They call themselves the senior monsters, so you should look Ooh. them up on the interwebs. But... I mean, how do they keep so limp by doing it? Oh, and lithe and lim- yeah, limber. Well, I mean, Is that the word, limber? How they, do they keep so? They limber up. Are they limber up? I don't know. Maybe they were already quite fit. Yes, but they're all. But they can all cut a rug. A can proverbial they? rug. What are they called again? The senior monsters. I'm going to them amazing. up. Can I find them on the YouTube? They'll be on the YouTube. Okay, they'll be on the webs. How would you go doing a bit of hip hop dancing? Oh, I can do some. I can do some. I can I can do the um, running man. <laughs> I can. Okay. I can do it. I won't All do right. it now. It doesn't translate well no. on podcast, but I can do it. Um, and I can do a few other things. I used to I used to right. bust a move, as they say. Trouble the only is... thing I can pop and lock at the moment is my hip. <laughs> hey. Um, okay. Well, speaking of popping and locking your hip, yeah, it's time for what hurts now. Okay. I don't, I'm not really loving that, but no. we'll get there. Um, so, oh, well, it's kind of, it actually is quite um, appropriate. Yeah. So I signed up for this 10-week, ten 10-part ten um, online program. Right. To, which is sort of yoga for body stiffness. Oh, that sounds good. Mm. So um, every week, every it's not actually every week. I think it's every couple of days. They give you another lesson, and it's like your neck, your your toes. It starts right. With your toes. I've got arthritis in my there toes. There you go. You could learn from mm. that. And it basically just tells you sort of yoga moves to do, but it's not yoga to to be yogic. It's yoga to get rid of stiffness in your oh. in your joints and stuff. Well, if you, <laughs> sorry, I'm just laughing. Stiffy. Sorry. <laughs> just get out of the way, okay? All right. I'm not going to say it again. If you're a bit stiffy, all right. <laughs> so childish. How old are you? I know. So childish. <laughs> Okay, so sorry, if you're a bit stiff, 
this would be a good thing to do. Yes, it would. And like, you know, I am, um, I have a bad back, as everyone will yes. know. And my knees are not great either. Right. And there's certain things, sometimes I'm sitting down, it takes me a while to get back up. Mm. And I feel stiff in the morning. When I wake up, <laughs> no, I can't take you seriously. When I wake up in the morning, sometimes I'm a bit stiff. So have you done this program? Um, well, no, I've just... just you just downloaded it. That's the first step. <laughs> every time I see it come into my inbox, I'm Does like, it pop up every morning? You're like, oh, fuck off. I'm kind of... I'm kind of Is like, it nagging you? Like, no, I have to do it. It cost me $35. Oh, come on. That's ridiculous. You didn't pay $35. To yeah. do a program that you're not now following. <laughs> do you, have you met me? <laughs> Sorry, don't know what I was thinking. Okay, so why don't you? All right, why don't we set you a little goal? Mm-hmm. Can you have a go at it before the all next right. podcast? Okay, all right, I promise. Can report I'll do back. It. Okay, all right, all right. And coming up, we're going to be talking about Tupperware because that's the kind of thing that you do when you're old. Um, we're also going to be talking about wisdom hair. What the hell is wisdom hair? <laughs> and our guilty pleasures. If you want to email us to tell us the things that you want us to talk about, you can. And of course, I never get this right, but it is. Um, email us at we are t- <laughs> playing devil's avocado at gmail.com. Ooh. Just to confirm, we are playing devil's avocado at gmail.com. Correct. Well, let's talk about wisdom hair. Oh, what? Come on. <laughs> Is that a thing? Well, I... Like, you remember we were talking about Nicole Kidman's wigs the other yeah. day? And um, I mentioned that I didn't uh, dye my hair. Well, I go and have my hair dyed all the time at the hairdresser. Right. Like, every two or three weeks I need to. And I have to do it myself in between. Lordy. I don't go to the hairdresser every two weeks. I go every probably a month. And, That's yeah. a commitment. It's a commitment. And it's time-consuming. And yeah. because I have pretty much grey hair and I'm just dyeing it. Anyway, when I went there the other day, mm-hmm. the hairdresser who was dyeing my hair said... I said something about oh, covering up my natural ash, and he said, "Oh no, it's your wisdom hair." Wisdom <laughs> hair. I've not heard that one before. And I was like, I didn't know whether that was. Do I you like it, it or I not? I don't know. How old was the dyer? Oh, he's, he's not young. You've been oh, in okay. his forties. Oh, okay. And because if that was coming from like a twenty-two-year-old, no, I would stand it. for that. No, I'd punch her in the face. Yeah, take your wisdom hair. Shove yeah. it. But no, it was just it was um uh, it's. One of those things where you go, because <laughs> it's like oh, wisdom. No. Do you know what? I hate thing, it. Do you? Hate it. Mm. Not, and I'm not having that wisdom okay. here. All right. Well, I'd go back to natural ash, which is what I keep natural saying. Natural ash is yeah. better. <laughs> what about um, when you call your wrinkles your smile lines? Oh, I don't do that. They're mm. wrinkles. Well, Wrinkle. I don't think they are my smile lines. No. Well, I don't have any because they're both. Are you smart? Well, is, is your crow's feet, are they your smile lines? I guess they are. I right. guess they are. Um, what a horrible thing to say, crow's feet. I know, is it because they oh, look like... Oh, you old crow, <laughs> with your like, feet. <laughs> do they look like... Because they look like feet. I'm now I'm looking at yours. I have your money. You're very pronounced, crow's feet. <gasps> I can see. I can see them. And they do look like birds' feet. Right. It's uncanny. All right. Well, okay. Small well, birds. Budgies. Budgies' feet. <laughs> I, actually, I think it's crows. I don't like crows. No, budgies' crows, feet. Because crows sound yeah. like... like Terrifying birds that yeah. may swoop down and peck you and peck yeah. your eye out. All right, budgies. Budgies feet are cute. Yeah, or hummingbirds' feet. <laughs> what about that? That's cute, isn't it? Hmm. All right. Okay. Um, okay. You want to talk about Tupperware? Look, I do. I mean, women and Tupperware is a very. Um, it's a relationship, triggering. isn't it? Oh, <laughs> triggering. Triggering. I'm triggered. Um, it's a relationship. Um, I can remember once going around to a friend's house and I, I think I took a dish round in my Tupperware 
and I gave it to the hubby and he was like, oh, I'll wash it because I know what you women are like with your Tupperware. Yeah, that's true. True. Um, and when I talk about Tupperware, obviously I'm not talking about the actual Tupperware brand. Right, you're talking about just specific p- containers. Containers. Plastic containers. Plastic containers because actually... With Tupperware- lids. With lids. Um, Tupperware is really expensive. It's good though. I don't know if I've actually got... It. Oh, I've got about three bits of Tupperware, but they're really teeny tiny little bits that mm. I picked up for free somewhere. Um... So anyway, Tupperware in my household is a big problem because we've got that cupboard above the fridge that you open up and the Tupperware comes and lands on your head. Yes. You have a big fight about it. Yes. You know, um, we've all been there, generally. I've got one there we can go and have a look at. Oh, we'll have a go later. <laughs> um, so because I don't have anything better to do, I did some research online. Mm-hmm. And what you meant to do, well, this is what I read online, was that actually all those fancy storage containers we've got with the clip lids and everything they're no good because they don't stack and what you're better off doing is buying deli pots like commercial you know when you yeah. go to a deli and you've got yeah. the round pots yeah buying them commercial ones because the lids really stay on they're different different sizes but they stack and they all have the same lid oh. so it's going to cure it's going to cure all my tupperware it's very problems Marie Kondo, isn't it it's quite Marie Kondo. Um, I'm a little bit obsessed about it at the yeah. moment. So it's going to cure all my Tupperware problems, I think. Um, that's my theory. Do you have a Tupperware theory? Wow, it's funny you say that, Lisa. Yeah. Because I was speaking to Miguel Maestro. Oh, yeah. Love him. First, right? Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. He's lovely. And, and I think he said, because <laughs> he was very, his accent was so strong. That he, and he gets excited as he well. He recommended buying some Tupperware because... Um, he is really anti-plastics and anti, yes. you know, um, reuse unreusable things. Yes. So he says get the As best you I. can, right. best you can, and he would, and with really good lids. So, yep. that's, I mean, that's fine. And then just make sure that you look after them and wash them properly and everything. Right. So that um, you never have to use plastic wrap or anything again. He's just so appalled by yes. it all. So if you get the Pyrexy ones, the yes. glass ones for cooking in and mm. stuff. But they still don't stack in your cupboard. In your cupboard. In your cupboard. In your cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> they don't stack in your cupboard though, do they? Um, no, but no. then he probably has like an entire... He's probably got a room for a, his. A tumble, like, what's her face in her, sh- her um, wrapping, wrapping room? <laughs> candy. Me? Oh, Candy. Wasn't it? Yeah, Candy, candy Spelling yeah. had a gift wrapping room. Yeah. Well, he he's probably a, got a Tupperware room. He's got a food preser- yes. preserving room. I've got some of that... Um, Beeswax wrap. Oh, of course you do. Does it work? Yes, it does. Thank you for asking. I've used it once and I bought it three years ago. Is that the fad you're following? (laughs) No, I was an early adopter of that. Oh, you were? Yeah, I just never used it. I just bought it and never used it. Adopted it and then you put it in the cupboard. Yeah. So, um, guilty pleasures. Yeah. I feel like there's things that you do when you get to our age that you probably shouldn't do because you should know better. Yes. Or that you've been doing forever and you just love them. Or that you do in secret because they're kind of a bit embarrassing. And I don't... Not in a rude sense. Yeah. But like, especially TV shows for me are yeah. guilty pleasures. And what I like to do is when my husband goes to bed, I watch Geordie Shaw. Oh. <laughs> Gosh. That's, I mean, that's quite low. I don't know low. why I like it so much. I mean, it's a ridiculous show. I know. And I mean, also I watched Married at First Sight, all those yeah. things when he goes to bed. Bachelor and all that, but the the lowest of the low is the Geordie Shore. I love it. I can't get enough of that. I well, I can get enough, but well, um, do you enjoy it? 
Um, I must, in, on a, some kind of level, I yeah. really enjoy it. I think because yeah. it's so foreign to me. Yeah. And I've never been that sort of vocal, party hard, animal kind of person. Right. So it's very voyeuristic. Yes. And but it's also it's and it's it's probably youth. It's probably a bit of recapturing oh, yes. some youth. Yes. And then they're married at first sight, and the bachelor and all those things again. It's like a dating thing that I haven't done for a long time. So maybe it's a bit of yeah. It's like a bit of, it's like almost a horror movie. It's a bit train wrecky as well, yeah. isn't it? Do you know, I read that if you um, watched every episode of Married at First Sight this year, you would have spent 48 hours watching Married at First Sight. Okay. And that is more than a working week. Yes, it is. And I just thought, I can never watch that show again. No. But we all know that come next January... You'll be on the couch. I'll be on the couch watching it. Yeah. What's your guilty pleasure? Uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh, I love it. No, no, you can't be that judgy about me watching no. sure. I've watched every episode. I love it. Um, I've met Brandy. Um, Denise Richards was here the other day yeah. in Sydney, but I didn't meet her. Um, I will go to Lisa. I'm going to LA later this year, and I will go to Lisa Vanderpump's new restaurant. Um, what I think what upsets me is that I know I shouldn't watch it. I know it's appalling. Um, and I only really enjoy it when they're all fighting. What does that say, do you think? What does it say about me? Um, but, yeah, it is my guilty... And, again, I've got the husband who says, oh, not this rubbish, women who shout at each other, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I mean, we should talk to a psychologist or something, shouldn't we? About... Yeah, well, maybe we will. Yeah. Do you think we secretly hate them or love them or want to be them? Or... I think there's something about not ever... You, like, it's very hard for us to actually ever just go around to someone and go, you know what, you're an idiot. You're yes. a fucking idiot. So we let, they do it. They do it so we can watch so someone, we else, watch do someone else do it. It's vicarious. Yeah. It's vicarious yeah. bullying. Okay. All right. Well, okay. thank you. Thanks. We'll see you next week. Yes. What are, we, what are we called again? We are called Playing Devil's Avocado. And what is our email address, Lisa? This is the test. We are... Playing Devil's Avocado at gmail.com. Yay! Email us. Goodbye. Okay, bye.